0: okay it's so like it, it, the, something's wrong with the cord because it, it's like it works and then it doesn't work and then it works and doesn't work so we like could we could get screwed up there but you have headphones now so you can yeah i forgot my headphones last time <laughs> all right okay i will start hey everybody and you're listening to the how
1: <laughs> sure
0: yeah Hey everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii Podcast, where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm Johnny Masato, your host, and joining me today is Kyle Shimabukuro and Devin Nakoba. Thanks A- guys A- for A- being A- here. And uh, again, we have this... Uh, oh, oh. Oh no, okay. So I- I'm so nervous about this interface. Like when I don't hear things, I feel like it's gonna plop out. You gonna put that in the... Yeah, we have our
2: Okay, we have our Works special guest
0: sitting in uh, right away. So Sean P. Mattel is what I would call a musician's musician. Yeah, oh, thanks, okay. most definitely. First time I saw him, he was a drummer, then moved on to guitar, bass, and pretty much can play anything. He's played with pretty much every Hawaiian ba- band. Uh, on the island and runs uh, Studio Ala Moana which has recorded some of the most popular musical acts in Hawaii so man, you did your quite a storied <laughs> career yeah that's my job man thanks man all right so hold on uh, why don't you guys talk for a second because I'm getting low levels and oh. I just want to adjust everything okay but, uh, test. I, can, one, I, can, two, I can always two, edit so. one two I, I
2: don't think that's what he meant oh. <laughs> I think hold he meant that. let's just keep talking oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sean everybody uh well not everybody but a lot of people know that you started with novai holu oh uh, wow you know, yeah right we're mm-hmm. gonna move go way back right. you and i've known each other at least since then
1: yes
0: although you guys are huge yes. already. okay so i don't know where i left off but we're just gonna just, cut here and then it. start right. again all right okay so moving moving along before we get into sean's interview i, I kind of screwed up this week because i wanted to do super bowl predictions but technically, we should have done that last week. Probably. Because yeah. Then it would have released this week for this coming Sunday. <laughs> but I still want everybody on record. So when people listen to this next week, even though the game is done, we're recording this the week before. And therefore, we can still get our picks. So we're not going to go too into detail. But if you can all think of your picks for this coming Sunday, Super Bowl, we're going to see who's right and who's okay. wrong. Okay. Right. So I'll go first since I, since I didn't prep you guys. But Wait. I'm also. Make up a score. Make up a score? Oh, a score? oh wow. geez. I don't even know the spread. Yeah, That's I don't okay. either. Okay. He
2: doesn't know the spread either. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to
0: matter. All right. Okay. It's, I, I, don't, I haven't been following too much, so my I'm going to be way off. I'm just going to preface this already. But <laughs> I'm going to take the 49ers. Um, I do like Garoppolo. I feel like... Um, so this is kind of a, an emotional pick because... I, I really don't know the teams too well, and I just like him because for years he sat in Tom Brady's shadow, and I feel like it'd be kind of nice if he like, showed, like, hey, man, I can take it all the way to the, mm. to the end. You know? So I like the 49ers. I have no idea what the score is going to be, but lately they've been scoring kind of a lot. So I'm going to go maybe a 30, 27, 49ers. That's my pick Thank for this game. You. Oh, yeah. Who's team. your team anyway? I like the Bears. Oh. In fact, uh, Mr. Justin Young, <laughs> I know. and I bonded when oh, I first met him because he, oh, he was asking about that yeah. That's yeah. how the romance
1: started. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, I like the Bears.
0: But it had I'm nothing not, to do with music. It was all about the Bears. But I'm not as into it as he is. But you but, yeah. like the Bears <laughs> when was like the it was a
2: Super
3: Bowl shuffle time? Yes. <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, but man. but you know what? I like all Chicago teams. So I like the Cubs because my favorite player is Ryan Sandberg back in the day. I not the, I like White, the Sox. White Sox. Not the White Sox. Buddha's are okay, yeah, but I I of like the Cubs mm. yeah. better. And then I always like The Bulls. The Bulls. Yeah. Just because I grew oh, okay. up in the Jordan era. Uh-huh. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So okay, Kid okay, Deb, you ready? My turn. Go for it.
2: Uh Niners. Uh forty nine to seventeen. Wow. The, really niners I have, I a high the Niners sport. have a really good defense, man. They're tough. Mm. And I and this is coming from a Seahawks fan. So it's <laughs> very difficult for me to do this right now. <laughs> but but they, they, just look, they, they just look
3: like a juggernaut, man. Yeah. It's crazy.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and they just clamp down and it's over. So,
3: well, For me, I haven't followed the NFL at all this entire season. Yeah, I know. After you UH, don't usually care. No, after the UH season, I was exhausted. <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, I still go for 49ers because I know almost all of Hawaii will be going for 49ers usually. Mm. And um, I predict 34-27. So they're
2: going to miss one. Field goal. Then. Yeah, whatever.
1: So okay, whatever. <laughs> so, is there a difference between like predicting who who's gonna win and who you want to win? Well, well, usually when you pick who you want to win, you're wrong. Right, when it's, it's right. So what bit. you just did, basically. Right. So what I just right. did. So
2: none yeah. of us should have went with the Niners because yeah. <laughs> you
1: just jinxed Cause it. Because all my like, friends f- know, like, I hate the Niners. Okay. Oh, really? Right. Yeah. 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 So, so uh, they go like, oh, who's your team?" I go, "Whoever's playing the Niners." Yeah. Really? Oh. So the Chiefs are my team. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <right. laughs> oh, okay. 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 Good. But that's good because at
0: least we have some dissension. Yeah. So it's not. It's not all
1: okay. So, so it's it's not really I think they're gonna win. I really want them to win. <laughs> I really want the Chiefs to win. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't like anything San Francisco, like the go. Giants and the, yeah. Oh, wait, right. so
2: who's your team then?
1: Whoever's playing the Niners. Oh really? Every, yeah, yeah good so good good. I got a different team every week. Man. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, yeah. that's I gotta get you some Seahawks gear, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> we well but then also years. too, like I you know, I was cheer sure, sure for the local boys. But oh. this is a conversation I have with everybody, is that it's hard to have a team nowadays because everyone gets traded. Everyone's like moving. Oh, yeah, it's not like sure. before, you know. I'm just saying, we got John Arsua. right? You yeah. know, and the first Buckner, you yeah. know, yeah. it's great. You know, yeah. so yeah. I, I cheer yeah. for the local boys, of course, right. you mm-hmm. know, of course, of course, but. You know, I don't know. I Paul just Marcus. never liked it. I like liked the so Niners you, back in the days and then mm, you know. It's a the Jerry Rice. You, you don't yeah. have a team, you have an anti-team. I do. The Bizarro team. Yeah, that's really weird. Bizarro Niners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, that's an easier way to win. Just that pick is true. one team yeah. you hate and then yeah. Yeah. you know, you know, you know yeah, yeah, whoever's playing against yeah. them
1: yeah. Except,
0: except right now, you've probably been disappointed. I know. A bit. I well, <laughs> it's funny,
1: but 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 like I'm just a sports fan, of like any sports. Okay. So like when I watch it, I just want a good game. So even if the Niners do win, it was like, like, you know, my girlfriend's like she's a big Niners fan because her parents are. Okay. Well, but, what? Yeah, and so like when I first met her, she was like, "I love the Niners." I was like, "This is not gonna work out." <laughs> <laughs> Man, I really must love
2: you, boy. <laughs> so
1: yeah, we bet every game, and yeah, when it wins, you know. But I'm not a sore loser. And so, right? Yeah. A good game. Is she a I mean, bad he, winner he though? They give it up. No, she's good. No? She's good. Oh, okay. she good. went to Yolani. Right. They don't know what winning is like.
2: <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! oh <laughs> <laughs> Woo!
1: boy one team that's all they got yeah. <laughs> wow <Mark, laughs> it's gonna be good fun at your house when this yeah, thing
2: yeah, yeah. is
0: interesting <laughs> podcast <Yeah. laughs> oh. man okay uh oh wait oh sorry before i was supposed to do all this man i'm just getting all screwed up today okay Bef- before we get into the the podcast podcast please find us on facebook instagram twitter at high sessions then you got a little bit of soundcloud youtube and you can go to apple Podcasts, itunes find a podcast there and you can email us at high sessions at yahoo.com if you'd like to support the show patreon.com p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com you can donate there and you can get some swag we'd like to thank cindy allred who signed up to be a patron since our last podcast. Wow. Thank you, Cindy. So, Cindy. Thank you, Cindy. Yeah, we have so no far, idea
2: why you just did that, but we're thankful.
0: Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and you know, people write in, and they, they there are some that are <laughs> enjoying the, the, the podcast. And, and they're not good. people we actually know? Or? Yeah, they're not people that wow, we know. Wow, yeah. that's cool. That's the interesting thing about this High Sessions adventure that we've been mm-hmm. on. I mean, even like when we do the live no, no matter what time we do it there's people from China and Sri Lanka or mm. Brazil or everybody tunes into this wow. thing you know and they were like real people not like catfish people, people. Yeah. Right, right yeah, yeah so it's uh, it's been pretty neat pretty neat experience cool awesome. But what's funny is one of the things that they liked the best was there was one test that we did a live streaming test on the YouTube station mm-hmm. and we were out on the porch at Dave's house and we had the lights you know so all the b-52 cockroaches are like flying through the oh, and i remember that and so I, was, I was chasing them and hitting them with slippers and people were like oh my god that reminds me of boy so much <laughs> they're super nostalgic for people can we not do that though uh, <laughs> oh, it will be cool if we don't do yeah that. i mean it, it's fine that we i yeah, don't want to yeah. do that again we're an
2: air-conditioned house i kind of like that
0: yeah 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right okay so now that i've got that all out of the way like, we can focus on sean now so um so sean people you're mostly like a, a background guy yeah you do a lot of like producing backing mm-hmm. up people and all that mm-hmm. stuff and um i don't think people the average person would be like oh sean Pimentel like mm-hmm. you know but to guys who are in the this industry it's mm-hmm. like oh you need to know sean mm-hmm. or, or if you can get sean on your project it's going to mm-hmm. get done yeah mm-hmm. i mean it's just what you're one of these guys that can kind of just make things happen mm-hmm. um and and make things happen in a good way and people feel good about it because there's people oh, okay. who make things happen and then everyone hates them after right? <laughs> yeah i don't want that yeah. but you worked with yeah. a couple people like that i have right? a couple <laughs> people like when that We're just not it down names. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'll slip you a note yeah, <laughs> yeah these guys but um so what made you decide to go that route instead of uh pursuing because you know you can kind of do everything so was it just you happen to fall in that role or how did you get into that role yeah. of being more I- producing and pushing others forward
1: Yes. I think it's because I've always been more of an instrumentalist like okay. growing up like drums was my first thing right yeah I took drum lessons since I was 6 and then it led into other instruments in school like I played the cello for a bunch of years really and yeah. I gave up the drums well you yeah. are part Asian <laughs> <laughs> yeah you yeah. the but I didn't go to Yolani with <laughs> and um yeah, I just I, I always loved playing instruments, and so you know I, I I never wanted. I mean, I sang some in high school, and it was like the song leader thing, and you know did mm-hmm. country and all that stuff. But I never wanted to be the focal point. You know, I was like supporting people. I was like, no, no, you go sing it here. I'll play it for you. You know, okay, yeah, okay. I'll do that for you. And then you know led into like the Navai years and stuff like that. And the girls were always like, people don't even know I was in that group. You know, right, right, because that was their thing. I I know. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so <laughs> Navai was the first. That was kind of the big thing. that went mainstream? Yeah, because when I graduated, like, in high school, like, I was playing in a reggae band with my English teacher, which was really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, because you needed a drummer. And so I started doing that. And then right when I graduated, um, the girls from Novae, we were all in Concert Goli together. Mm. And then one of the girls left. There were originally four girls. And then Delia left. And then they needed a guitar player, so they called me. And what mm. school did you graduate from? Kamehameha. Uh, yeah Ew <laughs> 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 is so funny?
0: Skylar was here last week And then she did the Imua
2: And we're going to have, gonna have uh, Lehua next week So we're going to get one I more. know yeah, yeah, That's what yeah, I heard yeah. I'm glad
1: I'm in here before so. I know <laughs> <So> <laughs> I figured I'd give stares. you the shot first yeah, I get yeah. choke stories about her yeah. So anyway um, Yeah That's how that all started And then um, I did that for a bunch of years And then I wanted to go back Playing drums And, and I, I just like playing With different bands and then I started working with Mackie Fury. Okay. Oh, wow. And um, when he was doing his solo stuff. And then during the day, we would go into Kirk Thompson's studio. Wow. I remember Kirk that. Kirk Thompson, place. yeah. He is yeah. like the original keyboard player for Kalapana. So he still has a studio, in fact, um, right by Ward. Okay. And so we'd hang out there all day, me and Ben Taaka and Clayton Apilando. Mm. And we'd write songs with Mackie and record these things. And I would just watch, you know, everyone who came in the studio. And I was like, wow. You know, i I loved watching just the interaction between like who's ever producing and Uh the artist and then I found that there's like always communication problems and you know as an artist and you know you've spent time in the studio as well like when you're behind the glass I mean you're nervous you have all Mm -hmm. these feelings and then when the producer's like okay sing it and then you sing it and then he goes like no do it again like they just go like no again again and they don't it's like you're like a coach you know but Mm -hmm. you have to correct that and you have to tell them and so I would watch the other guys do it and i was like does he not know you know what what he's doing and can you not tell him you know right. so i said right I, i'll tell him you know like in a nice way and mm. so i love doing that and so kirk was like the first one that said i could see you like producing records and stuff oh, interesting. And i was okay. like really cool so he kind of like let me run the board and stuff like that and then that kind of took off and i started a record label and with 3 Plus and pull Poli and those guys I remember those days yeah yeah so you know in between playing music and stuff like that and I loved being in the studio and so um, I just never like being like even with Justin so like my story is like if you ever watch um, Kenny Loggins Live in the Redwoods you have okay. seen that that DVD yep. right that concert yep. it's like one of my favorite concerts yep So everyone, like, wants to be Kenny Loggins because he's, like, the guy, right? right? (laughs) And I was, like, you ever noticed the guy on the side of him that plays a guitar, Chris Rodriguez? I was, like, I always wanted to be Chris Rodriguez. Like, Mm. just play the guitar next to Kenny Loggins. (laughs) Right, right, right. And sing and back him up and stuff. And so that's kind of how it all began, you know, like, with with Justin, when you weren't there, you know? Right, right, right. (laughs) And, and, like, with Lehua and, like, with Kelly and with Komakaiba. I just, I love doing that. I love... Helping people become their best and sound their best. So,
0: you, you know, what's interesting is the studio, um, I guess back in the day before, and you may know better than mm-hmm. me, it was a very serious thing because you're oh, paying yeah. a lot of money and you want to get in there and get out. Right. But as cost went down, I felt the studio is more of a, um, like almost a social gathering. Yeah. yeah. You know, which pe- I don't like it to be. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I, I did. I mean, yeah. I liked when yeah. people would come. No, well, yeah. I, I see where you yeah. where it could go wrong because then you get distractions and stuff. Right. But mm. I like the idea... All kinds of distractions. All kinds. All kinds. Yeah, all kinds of distractions. Mm.
1: Human distractions and other kinds of distractions. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) But but just to be somewhere where good musicians could come and do their thing, and you can experiment in there, and it's controlled, versus I always felt like live, you kind of do your your thing, and you kind of do the same thing over and over again, but Mm -hmm. in the studios where you could really...
1: If you weren't constrained by time, you could really... That's how you hone your, your yeah. Craft you can be real skills. creative in there, you know, and stuff like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, back then too, when it was analog and it was just tape, right. You only got one shot, yeah, maybe true. two hmm, if you're yeah, lucky, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, so nowadays, like, oh, let's do it again. Let's do it again. You have infinite takes with undo. Let's just undo, you know. Or can right. you fix that with auto tune or pitch correction and stuff? Like, you know, we still come from an analog mentality. That's right. That's true. So that's, that's the difference. So you want to get a good take. But yeah, we Are we. We don't want to like be sitting there for three hours, like working on the same thing. Okay, right?
2: see, yeah. I know you're gonna say that, but yeah. I remember sitting in the studio with you and Justin and Imua one mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. and I could not believe it. Yeah. Because I mean, it was it was exciting for the first twenty minutes, half an hour. Yep. Yeah. And then when yeah. it got into hour two, I was like yeah this is this is what you guys do yeah. like it was him yeah. and justin sitting in a console and and they're talking story and they, they're playing the song and i'm like okay that sounds good and then they play another cut and i'm like well that sounds good too and then imu comes in and they go hey Imur, um can you play like play it like this yeah right yeah so he plays it he plays like this little thing like, oh that's great yeah you know can, can you try to play it like this yeah. and he yeah. plays a different and i went what yeah, is happening yeah. right now? Yeah, because yeah. I don't know which cut is going to make it in. I don't know what right. what you guys were hearing that was working for you. And mm. I, I'm just... I was blown away because I was like, you guys do this
1: for like four hours at a shot just oh, waiting for the right easy yeah. yeah. right yeah. To, <laughs> well that in that sense it's it great like crazy. when the, the creative juices are going yeah. that then yeah we could to here for hours like through the night but if it's what I'm saying is like one person that walks in that doesn't really know what they're supposed to be doing yeah, yeah, or knows oh, a song doesn't yeah. know the lyrics yeah, 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 and then yeah. they're like oh I, I don't even know how the song goes like oh my don't come in here and practice
3: you know yeah, right? yeah it's you're wasting like,
1: time yeah I mean and the energy
3: I think that's more important yeah, than yeah. money and time is your energy. How do you, you keep know? up that energy after the two hours of singing the same yeah. song? That's what I'm really? just doing like weird no, cheerleaders. But, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, if
0: you if you're if you're yeah, if you're in the creative mode yeah. like how they were, yeah. it's fun. It is. Because mm. you're trying to get the certain thing that you're hearing in your head out in the in the music and uh-huh. when, it, when it comes you're like oh my god that was it you know it's pretty exciting yeah. and stuff yeah. but yeah I used to tell people a lot of times because they'd say hey can I come into the recording studio with you guys I'm like <laughs> you can I, <laughs> went like,
2: the, I went the one time yeah, and it yeah, was, yeah. I was like yeah. this
0: was this was cool thanks yeah, yeah but I'm telling you but right I, now you're going to get bored yeah. pretty darn fast <laughs> I'll come not... into a mixing session and oh. then you're
1: going to hear the same loop of like four yeah, bars yeah, yeah. over and over oh, again. You oh, you're correcting stuff and that's
2: the part of that's about the part about it that I'm amazed at because you gotta you have to have that ear for that. Like you, mm. you heard specific stuff that Imou was playing that was mm. different. I heard the same thing because mm. you guys asked me like, "Hey, Devin, so you know which <laughs> take do you like?" I'm like, mm. oh, "I don't know They else. I'm fine." But they can hear mm. just subtle things, and he was telling. I I can't mm. remember specifically, but you said mm. you told Emua, uh, you know, play with a little more rock feel. Mm. Okay, now now back off the rock feel and play this. Mm. And to me, I went. Okay, that sounded like the mm-hmm. other take. But they can hear everything. And I, I was tripping out because I, I've, yeah. you know, when you're, when I've only seen you really play live, mm-hmm. I've never seen you guys in a studio mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. So it's weird to hear, like you said, uh, different takes of something, right? Right, right. And, right. Not, and not hear it all together in right. one shot or right. hear some live thing that's happening. Uh, so right. I was like, you know, and it, I don't think as musicians who record, I don't know if you appreciate it as much as us who sit back going what the heck is happening right now you know because to have that idea and then to yeah. be able to piece it all together yeah especially digitally like you said there, yeah. you have so many takes to pull from i don't know
3: how that works it's a big
1: puzzle yeah right. it is it is a puzzle but i mean some people can paint some people can build houses like i can't do that stuff
3: you know, right we well know it, i have a question in your vast experience of recording music mm-hmm. Was there ever a magical moment where it was a first take just oh, done? Yeah. And oh yeah. yeah. Can you share with us a memory of that?
1: Oh, uh, gosh. There's, there's a few. Um, I think Lehua is one of them. I mean, I got it. Now I have to say something nice. About oh her. man. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to te- te- turn it off you here? Teated, right? <laughs> football for her right there. Like, man, I gotta say something nice. No, she's always been amazing. Like I've always been a fan of her music and. Um, so she's she's a few years older than me because she went to school with my older brother and stuff and so I've known her for a long time we've had mutual friends, and and then I knew her through playing with Naleo and stuff like that so when we started playing music together as a as a duo and um, actually before that we started working on her solo record um, that she asked me to produce and that's when I really like and John knows like being in the uh, in the studio that's like the most intimate relationship you can have with mm-hmm. someone mm-hmm. you know and and you really like it's almost like therapy. Like, I mean, they come in and they, if they had a good day, a bad day, like you hear all about it and then it's right. all put into the music. So you mm-hmm. learn about everybody's and, 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 By the way, stuff, let me, yeah. let me kind of interject
0: right here mm-hmm. before the, the people who are listening that doesn't know the role of the producer. So, you know, you have your artist that comes in and, and tracks, right? Mm-hmm. They they do the singing or the playing. And then right. you have the recording engineer who's the one who actually presses the buttons mm-hmm. and sets up the mics and stuff. But the producer is really there to give like a, a second ear on it or mm-hmm to kind of craft the sound, because as a musician, you don't always know exactly where you're going with things, and so mm-hmm. to have someone there to kind of um, shape the the song, like, especially with younger musicians, like, mm-hmm. I remember when we did the Wai stuff, mm-hmm. you know, the songs would come in with just Milani and her ukulele, right, right? and then now we're the ones that are kind of, cr- you know, creating the, the okay, well, what else can we put in here to make it a full, right. you know, production song kind of right, thing, right? Right, right? So that's what... Sean yeah. is doing when mm-hmm. he's with Lehua. And so, yeah, so you're just there kind of as like a... Like coaching, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I, yeah.
1: I tell people it's like it's like working out or, you know, something like that. Like, you do it on your own. It's fine. But when you do get a trainer or somebody that can see from the outside what mm. you're doing right. and you go, like, and correct those things, you're like, oh, my goodness. Then, you know, your gains are bigger. But, you know, to, to answer your question, like, with, with Lehua, she's always been with Naleo <clears throat> And, you know, singing with two other girls, you know, I always have, always have to blend. It's hard to kind of shine because you, you want to stay, you know, within the confines of, of the trio and, and, and yeah. sound really good together. Um, but to hear her voice, like, really open up on some of these songs and to hear that emotion and the storytelling really kind of pop out. Yeah, there's a few songs in her album that just, like, I cried when I heard them, you wow. know, and it's just, it, I, I think that's what music is for all of us, but especially for us who create it it really is that moment in time it's 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 not about taking getting the perfect take it's not about like oh that performance was like the best i could ever do it it's just that one night you know it's that one time that you sang that song however you're feeling whatever happened that day whatever's going on in your life at that time that's in that take right there and you'll never forget that right and that's right what's right. Most so special you
2: know? yeah that's one of the cool things about Lihoy is when she writes uh, all her emotions are like right there. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. a very, she's very connected. In yeah, way. she's a
1: great storyteller. Yeah. She has all these metaphors. Oh gosh, did I just yeah. say something nice about her too? I know. Sorry, you gotta stop. Gotta oh man, so <laughs> <laughs> I got
2: like 200 stories I can tell by you that you'd be like, oh
1: really, that girl? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: So John, as an artist, yeah. when you were young yes. and you started Pure Heart yes. and you're doing your first album uh-huh. and, you're, and you're with your producer you know you already guys you guys already had your set down your songs mm-hmm. down you practice it live and you performed around town when you right. went into the recording studio to record it were you kind of like whoa this is a little bit different than oh yeah yeah, live. yeah first time and then when you heard it finalized on on tape or cd was it completely different than what you expected um not not quite because uh because
0: i have a uh, I have white privilege <laughs> <laughs> I'm, half, I'm half Caucasian. But I had, no, I, I had a, um, at that time it was very rare, but my parents bought me a four-track tape recorder. Tascam. Oh. Tascam, yeah. yeah. So you could have a cassette tape and record four separate tracks. So we had already been recording some of these songs and, and tracking them, like, individually. So Can you um, tell some of our listeners what cassette tapes are? Then? <laughs> <laughs> cassette tapes, yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, Sean, we have a, a oh. surprise for you. Well, we'll bring oh. this up later on. Okay. Yeah. Right. We'll okay. okay. Speaking <laughs> of cassette tapes. <laughs> oh.
3: Yeah. So, oh. so
0: it wasn't, um, I mean, it was, it was bad quality, what we were doing. So when we heard it in the studio, mm. the actual recording studio was like, wow, man, that sounds amazing. But yeah. Did you just swear? Did I? No. Okay. Shit i think it's marked as
3: explicit anyway eh, no so there we go we just earned our explicit <laughs> yeah, yeah. rating <laughs> so but, when yeah. your producer at that time was tracy right was it tracy? okay or um, <laughs> was tec- tec- technically Ken yes it was tracy, tracy. Yeah. but you, you kind of
0: like the person that i would give a lot of credit to is uh steve kramer mm-hmm. oh, i don't yeah. know if any so guys K- know K- yeah. you know mm-hmm. steve yeah mm-hmm. so steve kramer was the recording engineer But he spent the most time with us and then was the sounding board for like, hey, how can I sing this better? Or, you know, Mm -hmm. he would Mm. do a lot of that. So in the end, we ended up giving him a producing
3: credit on the first album. So all that fine-tuning helped with your live performances after the recording session? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it totally helps
0: because, you know, you you kind of, in the studio, you can kind of make the arrangements tight. and, And then, like, so the first album was really just our live stuff recorded. We even recorded it live, but then the second album, you know, we put more thought into it. So like all of the hooks you hear, like, how can I do, 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 do. you know, Jake mm-hmm. pre-thought that. Mm-hmm. And so now when we go out and play it live, there's like these hooky yeah. um pieces to it, right? Yeah. Plus you
2: could sing your own backup.
0: That's I, right. Because yeah, Jake wasn't about back. to sing backup no. for you. Or yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah,
2: right. he's too busy making whistling noises. That's right. But okay, <laughs> yeah. so I have a question too. Okay. The, you know that four track? Is that yes. the thing that you recorded... When can I see you again?
0: No, that was by then there was a digital eight track called mm. VS 880. Yeah, okay. The Roland and I had yeah the Roland VS 880 and oh. I had one of those. Ah, okay. So okay. then I started doing stuff in my in my room and I would invite like Justin over yeah. or I did the first first ALEA uh, recording. Really? Yeah, really? In my in my room. I mean, no, not, not their album, but oh. I mean th- the first time they ever recorded was at my house, like in my room. We did this little thing on a VS 880. But those guys like they're they all like blast falsetto right or they yeah. can sing so i had the mic i didn't know how to set it up so i had the mic on one side of the room and i had them stand all the way on the other <laughs> side of the room and then sing because i didn't know how to, to oh, get it you know right. Like- that's right so yeah, yeah that's right because
2: they did won the the um the falsetto contest right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. so I, well, I that, that un what is it uh unplug thing I yeah can't yeah remember. Yeah, Kh- yeah. yeah
0: yeah and then uh yeah so so those are good, good times, man. man uh, what did you do the, with actually, all those recordings, man? I don't know. I have some of them. I don't have the Alea one anymore. It's on jazz drive somewhere.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, jazz <laughs> drive, yeah. Oh my god. We had one too. Yeah. Oh yes. man. And
0: it's just a never-ending. And I mean, I give Sean a lot of credit because he and Mike. Uh, you know, I, I used to be part of the right. the studio Alamoana family right. back when it was in Halava right. and. Um, Right. It's just a non-stop upgrading of equipment. And every is. time I'd walk in there, Mike would be like, "Oh, you know, I upgraded yeah. this um plugin, so yep. when you turn and it, you know, so not only is the equipment upgraded, but then you got to learn how to use the equipment." <laughs> right. Just, it's like I always told people it was like having a pool. Yeah. You know, you got to keep putting money into it and it keeps upgrading, but then you never really use it yourself because you always have other people coming in and asking you, oh, "Can I use this? Can I do this?" or mm, whatever. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. And now yeah. it just comes down to really, it doesn't really matter what you have. You don't have to have the best stuff. It's how right. you use it. Right. Because mm. I've mm-hmm. seen some of these guys' setups, and it's like old school, like like ancient stuff. And their stuff sounds great. Yeah. Mm. Their, their,
3: their expertise in music is just like beyond. And common. now there is, is is all your old school recording equipment now just condensed to like a little box now? Oh, it's right here. Yeah. Really? Well, stuff well, we're, like we're, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, we're sitting in, in this. We could record something right now if yeah. we really wanted to. Yeah. and what I tell people is you know when Elvis Presley recorded Hound Dog right it's all analog tapes Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. know it's it's one mic (laughs) one mic in the room you know yeah and people still listen to that because it's a good song right so you could you could get away with with the beauty of
1: that like those recordings like the old Motown stuff that they did with like one mic in the room was that everybody had to know how to play with each other yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's not like just coming and jam on your guitar and, and the drums you have to like make it sound so it's all balanced, you know? And that's
0: why back then you had these studio musicians mm -hmm. who just played on everybody's stuff because they they were super good, you know? Yeah, nowadays
1: everybody just, like, turns it up, like, Max. Yeah, yeah, so how how
2: do you put that together? When you get bands that come in, like, for their first time, or, you know, they, they've they never recorded before. Like they've they got it. these songs yeah. and they're ready, but yeah. they, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. is there them, like they play together and here's is a Is there like a
3: recording studio 101 that you teach them like how to how to actually record first and then and then start the recording? No, some of them, if they're like super green, we mm. just start
1: with like almost like a demo thing. Like, okay, who wrote the song? Yeah, yeah. Whoever mm-hmm. wrote it, like they I read see. it on a guitar or something. Okay, just lay it on the guitar track and then do a rough vocal on there, like a scratch vocal on there. And then we start to like piece things around it, you know, oh. but then there are some bands that play together really well. And I like to like, that's the beauty of our studio is that it's big enough to track big bands. And so we like to at least take the rhythm section in like the drummer, the bass and like in some keys, you know, maybe a guitar player can put them all in the room or like in separate rooms and they play together. That's the chemistry. That's like the mm-hmm. beauty of yeah. like bands playing together. It's not like one guy. That does everything, you know, like, yeah. which we've done, <laughs> but it's not fun. Like, that's why I don't like playing solo gigs. Like, I like the, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. chemistry. The it's collaboration. that's the human factors that feel. I'll tell you kind of a funny story, um, and
0: I don't think she'll mind me telling it, but oh boy. Uh, so Milani Makainai, yes. mm-hmm. when we, the first time she recorded in the studio, you know, Milani is a phenomenal singer, mm-hmm. right? And I, we've heard her sing many, many times and all that stuff, and then she went on this long trip and then she came back, and now she's going to record her vocals. We have all the, the backing tracks going, right? She goes in this in the room, and then she starts singing, and it's like, it's it's not good. <laughs> it's off. And I'm like, wow, what's going on, you know? So we we pay, we rewind it. We're like, okay, we're going to try again, Mylani. And then we go again, and it's still off. But it's like timing is off. Like, everything is off. And then we thought, man, is she just, like, um, jet-lagged or something? Uh. And so... This goes on for maybe about 10 minutes, and then, then I don't know, someone goes, uh, Mylani, you know, the headphones, is the level good enough for you in there? She's like, headphones. <laughs> and we're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so she she didn't realize that she had to put the headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> so she's, like, trying to listen through the through the door, like, oh the God. music coming in, sing along. <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> I've got
1: tons of those right. <laughs> so things.
0: So talk about being green. Yeah. I, I mean, we all cracked up, you know, it was a, it was a good... Good moment, but
1: yeah. I've had people that come in and, like, I don't want to say their name, but they have their headphones on, and then I was like, okay. And hit the click track, and they're like, what's that noise? <laughs> like when tick, when tick going, What is that? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> or you'll ask them like, Oh, do you want a click track? And they go like what is that? Okay, never mind. Yeah, like, uh, let's, let's just go yeah
2: how do you how do you maintain that? I mean if they don't want to use a click track because
1: more often than not, people don't have sort of well, a give you all my secrets, huh? oh, like a little bit of wait 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 of a
3: little bit wait. a a metronome track? It's a a it helps you keep in the earphone while you're yeah, singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would you're be clicking. kind of annoying, right? Yeah. To sing to a clicking well, thing. Well, not, no, you, don't,
0: you don't usually put it in when the singer's in, but usually either the drummer or the... Somebody in the rhythm section will play to a click track mm-hmm. mm. to get the, the rhythm going. Yeah, otherwise,
1: then, the tempo kind of goes like this, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then even when you're editing later... It's easier to cut stuff like in measures, you know, if it's not to a click track, you can't like, oh, can we just take that course and like fly it, you know, to mm-hmm. which we don't do. Right, John? We don't right. do that. Right. Really- <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Or take those vocals and fly them. Like if the tempo is different later on than the tempo in the beginning, you can't do it. It won't work. Right. You know?
2: Well, I know that, you know, um, way back when, when they were recording analog, mm-hmm. right, there was a lot of... Uh, Push when electronic drums started to come in yes that they were trying to replace drummers replace right. yeah right with that's with a that. great
1: story I mean that whole thing when when, when it became it
2: became a, it became Since a huge drums thing came, right? yeah, yeah
1: yeah, and then everything became so in time yeah you know but then now it's the opposite now they actually program drums but you make it sound live you know so yeah, a lot of stuff like Music Soul Child is a perfect example Yeah, he doesn't what they call quantize it so not everything is like right in spot it's just uh-huh. deep de- Oh, really? Yeah. Listen to, like, a lot of the neo-soul stuff is like that. It's hot. A lot of the hip-hop stuff is like that, too. Hmm. It has that kind of lopey sort of thing going on, but it's to kind of humanize that again, you know?
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. um, Aaron Kimura, who you may or may not know, (laughs) used to line up all the drums so that they're all, like, right right on on. the... And yeah, it just yeah. used to drive me nuts because I'd say it sounds like a robot freaking played this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he didn't like effects either. Yeah. So you had this really dry ticky, uh-huh, ticky, ticky,
1: ticky, ticky, ticky. Right. You know, right. And right. it just used to drive <laughs> me nuts. Right. But it's the same like with the vocals. And everyone wants to autotune and pitch correct mm. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it just kind of loses that soul, you know? Right, so right, right. Yeah. It, it, it can't be all perfect, you know? It's the imperfections in the perfection when did it
2: it. when did it swing
1: back that way because for a while it was
2: auto-tune everything it's kind of like
1: fashion it kind of comes and goes you know like angel flights will
3: come back in and then really sure (laughs) oh no (laughs) speaking of angel flights
2: (laughs) don't look at me (laughs) no no no.
3: we were talking about cassettes and i actually wasn't jellies maybe like jellies no actually i was at hungry ear maybe like four or five months ago or was it a no, I'm sorry. It was an antique sale in NBC. He's just giving all kinds of people this credit. Was, yeah, yeah. Somebody was selling a bunch of old cassettes. Uh-huh. And I actually came across and bought this one. And we'll put a picture oh of this gosh. up on, uh,
0: on the Instagram. But this is the Pacific Blue wow. Together with We Stand heck, cassette. It's man. Which has a young Sean Pimentel. Very under- young. Version. And
3: I remember when I was um, a kid. Jeez. I, I used to go to Monterey Bay counters in oh, Ward yeah. and watch you guys play. What do you mean and, when you were a kid? Well, I was in my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: right? 20 when I started mm-hmm. playing with them. That's I know, right? I yeah. couldn't even drink it. Yeah. No, so yeah, we sure. used to that's go like all the time, time and watch yeah. you guys play. Yeah, you know? I miss that place. Wow, wow this is a great a good time. Band. So this is the time This is the time where I, where I left um, Novai. Mm-hmm. And um, it's funny, I met these guys on a trip. Um, we were in Kona, and we were both on the same gig at the old Kona airport. And that was a crazy night. You could ask a about that. I wasn't involved with that, I went to sleep early. Some people got in trouble that night. Oh, boy. And, uh, yeah, I ended up uh, joining their band later and drumming for them. But when when I joined them, they were in the middle of this album. Okay, okay. And um, Todd Dembsky yeah, was producing so this. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So, Todd Adamski was producing that, Dave Tuchirono was engineering that, and yeah, I was,
3: man. I I think there's a picture of you here, and you're wearing (laughs) Z Cavaricis or something? (laughs) What is that? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Yes. It was the acid wash was in, and the hair was... What year was that? Z Cavaricis or either a... You remember what year that was? This is in, like, 93. 93. (laughs)
3: Wait, that that was not in my twenties. were in that. It had to be about ninety, thirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It had to be about ninety. Just getting into yeah, high school. had to be about ninety-three. In yeah, ninety-year.
2: Yeah, twenty-four. Twenty-four.
1: No. You see who this is? Dan Pop Productions. That's Danny Kennedy. Oh really? Oh really? Yeah. Wow! Oh, wow! Because we're all tight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's it's kind of interesting how the Funny. the music oh industry gosh. at that time <laughs> a lot of the guys all kind of came up from that scene. Yeah well yeah. spring you know well we to all
1: hang out at like oasis and yeah. you know and jubilees and we that's that's how we learned how to play music was hanging out with each other watching the other guys play and then we get to sit in uh, you know one day mm-hmm. and
3: then it's not like that anymore Yeah, just on
1: youtube you know yeah <laughs> what's
3: amazing with you sean is that wherever you go and hawaiian music's playing i would say 60 to 70% of the time, you'll be there on stage either playing drums <laughs> behind a band or ukulele or, I mean, on um, the guitar, yeah. you know, any instrument. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I think he's probably the most seen on high sessions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <He's> <laughs> high sessions. He had I mean, the record at one time, but I, I think, I uh, <laughs> what's the other person? There
1: Maybe was Aj. Oj was on a yeah, lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, I couldn't make some of those other ones that called. I was like, sorry, I can't make him. Man. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Imua Garza has a lot of. Yeah, Imu has a lot has of. A lot
1: of uh, sh- yeah. he I had to up a stop. Lot. I had to, like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm on too myself. <laughs> or? Yeah, yeah. We saw a whole progression of Sean with the yeah. long hair and then short hair. <laughs> the, <and> the dreads. <laughs> and and <laughs> and all and
3: all yeah, I the dreads, boy. Yeah. So, yeah we it, have every time I would watch, I was like, hey, there's Sean again. He's on guitar now. He's on
0: the bass now. Oh, the other guy was. um. Uh,
1: drummer, uh, Sean Carroll. Sean Carroll, yeah. yeah Sean yeah, Carroll was yeah. on there a lot. Too. Yeah, yeah. I know drummers, there's a shortage of drummers here. There is a shortage of wow, bass ones, players. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. So I just started playing with the Hawaiian Style Band, which has been oh, awesome. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, they're, they're doing a doing thing. Doing drums for yeah. that? Yeah, I'm playing drums. Mikey's on keys. So. Wow. It's Man. great. Yeah, to have them back together. It's Wade and Brian and, and Ruby.
0: Yeah, Ruby's coming in in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought, man, if there's anybody who can talk for an hour... Oh, man. It yeah. is Robbie. We're just going to say, Roby, yeah. how are you? you. And then she's going to go. They call
1: her Vala Al Kahakalau. Yeah, she does. She does. But yeah, we, we just did uh, some shows in Kahilu and... Um, Oh the yeah, theater, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so you guys are
3: touring or just kind of concert? Yeah, we're trying there, to tour or...
1: more again. You know, so I just came on because we were doing an acoustic thing and they wanted like a percussionist and yeah. s- can sing some other stuff.
3: Are they writing so, new stuff or is it? Yeah, I'm planning on writing some wow, new
1: stuff. But you, gotta, you gotta talk to them about that. Yeah, yeah. I can, yeah. But yeah, they definitely want to do some some. So are you gonna and... be? Producing is uh, I, don't I don't know, I don't know. I think they're I mean, all great producers in yeah, the right. You know, I mean Mikey's on the gig. Mikey was the original guy, you know. Yeah. And then um, but Wade and, and Brian, you know. That Brian I've been yeah. working with, with Naleo all, like the last ten years. Right, I can't yeah. believe it's been ten years, but and then Wade's yeah. been doing his stuff. And so we've always wanted to do something together. Yeah. I played Roby for years. So it's nice to, like, have them all together and then playing these songs is like, Yeah. Man, <laughs> living in a sovereign land. Oh, it's my God. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. so great, man. I love that. That's amazing, man. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So, wow. So I was, uh, my next question was, uh, what would you recommend to the kind of, like, up-and-coming younger artists? Because... Take you know, lessons. I don't, I don't remember <laughs> who I was talking to, but um, it was either Fred or Kea Li'i, but, you know, they were... They did it Kaylee did an album a few years ago or whatever mm-hmm. and they were just talking about how the whole industry has changed you know yes, like the CDs yeah. it's not people people don't necessarily buy CDs anymore yeah. and just different stuff now right? yeah. yeah so I mean um do do you still recommend people but then there's guys like Mike Love who come in and record a full yeah. album and then No they you know, still, take that out. still
1: people still want to buy um you know product everyone likes the physical product you know it's like books mm-hmm. you know yeah, because yeah. you can read them online doesn't mean they're obsolete
0: mm.
2: Right
1: Definitely our gigs you know hand to hand like that's where we sell most of them.
0: Yeah, you so know. you still recommend coming up with material
1: for a full album, going and recording. That's that's maybe changed. I, I read a um an article about how the format of, of records changed, and it totally made sense because it's like wow, you know, now it's just singles, and it's mostly because like people just want like one song, or they want to piece things right, together, right, 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 you know, right, whatever. Right. And then they were talking about what you loved about the record you know was like looking at the graphics right. looking at the mm-hmm. lyrics on the back and stuff like that and then how we used to piece our records together like from track 1 to track 12 or 14 or 15 it had to tell a story it had to have that flow mm-hmm. Right. that's how we wrote the songs and that's how we chose the songs mm-hmm. now it's all different you know there's one song two songs you know maxi singles whatever you want to call them but right. yeah, there's know, no
3: flow throughout an album now
1: no yeah. it's 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 different for everybody yeah. you know and but it all works depending on like you know w- what kind of act or you know what what kind of career you have in the music uh, business it, it might work for you you know some like the YouTube things work for some people you yeah. Know? And yeah. Yeah. Records, you know? yeah and not recording records yeah because we're more they're way more famous you know <laughs> they, they've yeah. never recorded a record they've yeah. never been in a studio they've just been in their bedroom like with their phone recording and stuff man. doing yeah. that stuff yeah. and that's true and there are millions of people
2: can we put him on the spot then? Yeah, okay. cuz the last time we talked about our three desert island discs, so Oh three, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. When Tavana was here, we mm-hmm. we sort of asked your three top albums. If you're on an album, yeah, an album. if you're on an album, on an island,
0: desert island, and you could only take three albums with you. Wow. What three albums would you? Oh, I definitely
1: be the, like Bob Marley legend. Oh, wait. Okay, okay. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. And that it has to a, be yeah, can it open. be a greatest it, hits? It album. cannot be
0: a greatest hits. It's not a great It it, It it, is. It is. It's called Legend. (laughs) So, yeah, that was my first thing, too. Because we caught him on that one. Yeah. We caught him on
1: that one. I tell
0: you what, you think about that. In the meantime, I'm going to do a spot for High Life. hmm. High Life Clothing, um, no no, uh, secret here, is run by Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro. And um, he designed some pretty awesome stuff, man. And you can go to HighLifeClothing.com right now and get a 10% off discount if you enter the code Sessions. so please support our man Kyle get some shirts get some sweaters get some hats get some any any kind of stickers stickers what tote sticker? bags uh, barbecue systems coolers <laughs> wh- whatever you need you can go to highlifeclothing.com and, and pick that up
1: yeah man it's hard oh. <laughs> it's a hard one there, there, there's so many it's like
0: Maybe we gotta give Sean a pass because if he says like uh, some of his artists and he doesn't say others.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Well,
2: no, and, uh, okay, island. so we'll make that caveat. Yeah.
0: It cannot be somebody that you've
2: produced. It cannot be somebody you know, like something that influenced about, you yeah, when you were a inf- kid. Influence. You know, when you were a kid, then an you just. Because you're, well. you're talking about, you're talking about okay, that story that happened.
1: One of them that definitely, uh, Dire Straits. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, good one. Yeah. Brothers yeah. in Arms. Brothers in Arms. Oh,
2: okay. That was like
1: one of the first CDs I bought. Really? Yeah um the outfield play deep
2: no yep. kidding and, wow
1: yeah okay and probably like earth wind and fire mm. or yeah one of those, one of those okay. wow
0: those are very interesting all yeah.
3: non-hawaiian yeah. yeah music oh we totally yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah well because like
1: the hawaiian yeah. stuff i was always I surrounded by yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. And yeah. we never really had to go out and buy the records like Huiohana, of course was like one of my first ones that bought and the cast Mm, like my dad huh. had like every cast like the live album from the cast yeah. like i had that whole thing like memorized like i can tell you like the <laughs> spiel, like, like hello you know like, you know like i know the whole thing like from am back different because yeah my dad's dots in 510 put the cassette in right and then the thing like oh it flips over right yeah. and it's playing yeah. and yeah. it flips over so i knew the whole thing but wow I was influenced by a lot of different music. I think because I grew up playing drums, and so I wanted mm-hmm. right. stuff mm-hmm. that you know had a lot mm-hmm. of drums in it. And then the Hawaiian music stuff came later, like in high school, um, you know, at Kamehameha, of course. But then, like, I studied with I, I went, I worked a lot with um, Kohonu Lake okay? Oh, okay. Which people don't know, and so I studied a lot of that out of um, um, his Kahiko Flores out in uh, Kaimuki. So that was oh. a big influence on my Hawaiian stuff as well and then worked with a lot of Hawaiian artists after that as well and you know and then done a lot of hula stuff so Mm. that stuff not that I didn't buy it or didn't listen (laughs) to it like I guess there was so much well plus if you're on a desert
3: island yeah, you can play that yourself. You yeah, don't right, need to listen right, to right,
1: it. <laughs> exactly, right. I like can't bring a drummer. <laughs> <anymore>. <laughs> right, yeah. so grab some coconuts, <laughs> yeah. make some drums. Oh, you know, sorry, that please synchronicity. That's oh, that's okay. a good yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's the kind of stuff that was like always interesting in my ear. Yeah, growing up. Would yeah. you
0: recommend if someone were to be getting their kids into music, they start
1: them on the drums? Um, it depends. Uh, I I would just say whatever they're passionate with. You know, there's some that just what want if to they're not passionate at all. He's piano. talking about his son. I <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get them involved some way, you know. Piano, piano is I think the most well-rounded ah. instrument. Yeah, but I it teaches you everything. Also. It teaches you rhythm and you know how to read yeah. and
3: everything. And see, that. nowadays, yeah. like when I was a kid, I always wanted to be a drummer. Mm, but yeah. your parents is the one that dictates whether you get a drum set or not in your that's house that's right that's yeah. right so half of the kids will never get to be able to learn drums when they're a kid back yeah. then but now you yeah. can plug in your drum set with earphones yeah which I makes know what it was. a lot like, right easier up, to learn like, you know? when i was a kid though it wasn't
1: like i saw anybody play the drums and i thought that was cool because like i tell kids now like you're lucky because you can go on youtube and they like, you can watch drumming videos like back right, and, right, right. Yeah. like back then I would turn on the TV. First of all, we only had three stations, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and then I would be lucky if I caught like the beginning of Lawrence Welk where you could see yeah. his drummer play a little bit or the beginning of the Tonight Show. Yeah, da, 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 yeah, 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 or yeah. you know, some, or Hee Haw. Uh-huh. <laughs> or you know, the Osmonds, you know, right, like right, you watch yeah. Donnie and Marie, right? Yeah. And yeah. you could see like a live drummer like for a split second and that I was just like so drawn to that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then my mom put me in lessons when I was six and then when I was eight I was playing in church. Like I couldn't oh. even carry my drums. I have... Oh three older brothers and they would carry my drums in for me and yeah I couldn't even I couldn't even lift them oh it's you had wow. roadies back in yeah, the day yeah, yeah hey, you know, hey, in hey, my Volkswagen hey. bus as I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> the 77 bus would pull up the door would open and all my brothers would come out with the drums set them up I'd tell them where I want everything okay? <laughs> wow, you know, they, yeah. classic they still remember cool. that. Yeah. that is cool mm. wow. I remember when
2: I um in my freshman year in high school mm. I uh, some friends wanted to start a band mm. and uh I had to play drums, mm. and I had to sing, because mm-hmm. we had a guitarist, and we had a bassist, and they went, K, you! Right. And you're right, there was no place to learn how to play drums. No. So I went to this one guy's house who played drums before.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He said, okay, this is how you do a basic beat. And mm-hmm. I went, okay. <sighs> and then my parents like, got me a drum set, like a really crappy drum set. Mm-hmm. And then I had to sit down on the set and play. Yeah. and just figure it out yeah. and I suck. like I, <laughs> I can't play drums. Like, I watch you, but you can <laughs> play drums. Like I can't play, play drums. drums. I can keep a beat. but mm-hmm. the, the mine was rudimentary just try to get through a Beatles song because yeah. that,
1: that's why all we played was Beatles. Because oh, Ringo yeah, Starr is an excellent yeah. drummer, yeah. but he just he knew yeah. how to keep time. Yeah, right. But the Beatles stuff is is actually not hard. I mean, it's not easy to, to learn to play if you're mm. learning how to play drums. Mm. I learned like playing the disco music, believe it or not, no. oh. Donna a summer. Yeah, yeah, Because that's the yeah. Yeah. like your feet are oh. just going like this, right? The right. whole time. <laughs> <laughs> that's the disco beat, right? Yeah, so that's where you learn. You know what's funny
0: is uh, so um, our our company used to be Prudential, you know, mm-hmm. Prudential right. National. And so they'd have this prudential convention every year in the mainland. And it's a big national corporation. So every, it would be like Sheryl Crow would come play uh, or Jerry Seinfeld or uh, whatever. I thought you going to
1: say Jerry Santos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But one He's year was somebody?
0: the B yeah. 52s. And like, wow. I swear, every single song is the exact same beat. <laughs> so really, for an hour and a half, I'm like, it's just. And then they'd do like, love shack, And then they'd go. Check, doom, check rock, rock roll. <laughs> they, they have a, like a whole catalog of music with
1: yeah. one drum line wow. the whole thing yeah. I could have played with the B-52s yeah. like anybody could play with that band uh-huh. I don't know sometimes you think it's simple though it's yeah. the complexity and the, you know. well who's yeah. sorry uh, one other thing your
2: influence because you know we just uh, lost Neil
1: Peart Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: But did you have any um, influences growing up? Of course. I mean,
1: I used to watch all the drummers, you know, and now there's, like, so many great drummers. But Mm -hmm. my mentor is um, Russ McKinnon, Mm -hmm. who, he comes on and he teaches clinics, but he was a drummer for Tower of Power for a long time. Oh, wow. And then um, he jumped for Joe Cocker, and then for the last how many years he's been with Barry Manilow. And so he's a close friend, but he's also been my mentor, like, even in the music business, you know, he told Mm -hmm. me, like... In high school, he's like, man, don't play any drum fills. Just just groove. Uh, uh, really? <clears throat> he's like, don't play any fills, man. That's what, they don't pay to play drum fills. When you go in the studio session, they don't pay for that. No just, kidding. Just play a groove, man, and you'll always work. So just play in time, learn how to play soft, and just groove, and you'll always work. And wow. wow. Nothing fancy. He's never said, go and learn a solo, go learn how to, nobody hires you to play a drum solo. Yeah. Yeah drum and like yeah, uh, bass, bass too bass, I was yeah. yeah. drum guitar. and bass like, I mean that's really I built my career on that and I'm telling my secret like I'm not the best at any of those things well, but yeah. you just got to play the right stuff and you'll always work you know Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you got to be easy to get. because actually more way.
0: people complain if you do too much yeah if you nah. do like yeah. a little bit and you're yeah. just
1: in the pocket or whatever yeah. no, no one's going to complain about like that like that one session you told me you have that recording of from uh, Kahala I mean we did that thing for yeah, yeah. And that was like that was a perfect example. He told me, play more, play more. It was like yeah, a yeah. demo. And he was like, I want you to play like this. And I was like, that's like super busy. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. that's not my style. And he's like, but he's hiring me. He's paying me to play it. Right, right, right. I did. I listened to it. I thought it sounded ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it sounded like I was playing a drum solo to the whole thing. Yeah. But when I, you're
3: performing with friends that you're really comfortable with and mm-hmm. you're just at a, like, a Party or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Do you let loose though? I I'm not the I'm not the. Solo he's not. Guy, he's,
2: you're not, such a pocket know, drummer. Just you're just like, playing
1: Pacific Blue the every guitar, time. I just like I'm the rhythm guy, man. I, that's why I like playing the bass, you know. And I just like sitting back and like you guys jam, you guys do your thing. But it's, it's awesome
2: know? when he's playing with Pacific Blue because they're just going bananas yeah. and you're no, just no, like yeah, just yeah. sitting in the back and yeah. just smiling and just watching sure. them do their thing. Just
0: holding it down. <laughs> I was you know. telling Kyle my Pacific Blue story, so we went to see pacific blue at um <laughs> i forgot what it's called liquids
1: yeah oh. liquid surf, oh, Den. Liquid surf Den or whatever. and uh, i was in university. college
0: so i didn't know sean yet yeah. and then so we were just going down because i'm i'm a aspiring musician and i'm with these girls from from the dorms you know we go down and they're like <laughs> yeah we like coming down here because the, the drummer in this band is cute oh Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, okay. tell me.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> because I was trying to check him out, man. <laughs> oh, oh.
2: You know, he's totally stole your thunder. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, oh, you uh, oh, like, like so, that? Child oh, guy. Okay, I don't
1: know. But uh, hear those things, I'm oblivious to that stuff. Yeah, know. well, I'm I'm plus
2: too. Like, we played with Pacific Blue for so long, mm-hmm. um, and I never heard you really sing. Like, you never, never, you never really yeah. tried to do it. Like, yeah. I was, you were the one guy. You sit there on the drums. You never had a mic, and mm-hmm. then. You know, years later, I see you, yeah. and you're playing And I mean, you played with Navai, but it mm-hmm. was kind of a, a different deal. And then now you strike that on your own, and I'm hearing you, you know, with Kelly and, mm-hmm. with, you know, yeah. uh, with all these... Kalopana. With, with, Lehua, with yeah, Kalapana, Kalapana and stuff, and I'm going, oh, wow. Yeah, Sean right can do really well, it.
1: just it just came to that, like... You want to work, man. You got to do... Like, if they hire me to play a triangle and shut up, I'll, I can do that. <laughs> so like if they the, tell me Sing Night Bird, I'll sing He's
3: bird. like the Dave Grohl of Hawaii. <laughs> no. <Nah, laughs> yeah, kind incredible. of back in the Nirvana and then, yeah, you know, nah, next thing you know. No, nah. It's it interesting, though,
1: like, you know, when you introduced me, how you said, like, I'm not the guy that, like, you walk down the street and people recognize you. Right. And I've always wanted it to be that way. And I yeah. still mm. do. I really don't like it when people, like, point me out and I go hey you're yeah. like i don't like being the guy yeah, yeah but i love it that my colleagues and my friends yeah, but you like being involved music. right i like being involved yeah, yeah. Mm. but i'm not the guy that's like i always want to be on camera i want right. to like i have to have my name all over everything mm. right but i i like that my colleagues appreciate my music or like what you know what we make together yeah. that means the world to me oh, like, yeah Yeah. that, yeah, that means the world. yeah to no, me. for
2: sure and you never wanted to have like your
1: own band I not necessarily fronted funded you no know, even this whole thing with Lihua it's like the the reason that that came up is because we started you know going out to promote her her solo album mm-hmm. and I was the only one that would do it for free for <laughs> beer and then and then she's like oh you got called by this bar and you know and these guys want us to play and stuff and I was like man we only know like 45 minutes worth of music <laughs> and so yeah. she's like well you're gonna have to start singing and I was like you know I've done all that stuff you know with like Color Guys and Shancrelo Yeah, and, yeah. I just never wanted to do it again, you know? But mm-hmm. I realized that for her, for Naleo, they've never had to do that route.
2: Yeah. So yeah. for
1: her, singing in those places was fun. Mm. And so that's why we still do it. She she loves it. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, we have fun doing it. But I only sing because she can't do it all by herself. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, people call for, like, solo gigs. Like, I'll do them once in a while. But I like playing, like, even if it's just yeah. me and John or somebody, yeah. you know? That's yeah. way more fun, man. Yeah
0: it's
3: way more fun <laughs> so we actually Lehua's like, coming on the podcast tomorrow that's right right is there a question that we would we should ask her oh um, J- that J- would lead J- into J- something not the, kind, not
2: the kind that gonna get us in trouble yeah, but, but you know what I mean yeah <laughs> ask her
1: would you rather <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we're always like yeah that's always been our thing like when we, we drink and stuff like that she, she loves these drinking games so okay. it's either would you rather this or this or Never have I ever. You know, one of those things. Oh, and it's so hilarious. I mean, we just crack up. So that's why I know stuff about her that she can never fire me. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna take it to the oh, We need wow. one
3: question that she needs to answer that's going to be, like, the one that you want us. You, you can wanna, you can email it to us.
1: Yeah, let me yeah. think about it. I have some crazy... I have a funny story. Can I share okay, it? Yeah. Yeah, sure so here. we used to surf together all the time, right? Stand, we both stand up paddle surfing Wa- Waikiki because we both had board racks on there. So one day, my brother, Kiha... He and I went out early, and she's she's like, "Oh, I can't come till later." So we went out surfing. He brought like a disposable waterproof camera, so he's taking pictures of me, him, and stuff. And then he's like, "Oh, I gotta go." He's like, "Here, there's still some film on it. Keep it." When Lehu comes out, I guess to take pictures. So he went in. Lehu comes paddling out. She's like, "Hey, I go. Hey, my brother left me a camera. Let's take some pictures." You know, she goes, "Okay." She goes, "Let's take off on this next one." Okay, okay. So we both start taking off. (laughs) And she misses the wave, right? So it's a good-sized day. You know, it's maybe, like, chest high. Okay. And, I mean, I mean, out there in Wikes, it's, like, you know, it's pretty heavy. It's pretty heavy when it gets, like, chest, head high, you know, out there. So there's a lot of people out there. So I'm catching the wave, in and I'm like, oh, she missed it. I get in, and so I turn my – I'm right in front of the Royal Hawaiian, and I turn my board around, and I start paddling back out. And then I hear somebody, like, like yell. And I was like, what was that? And then I hear a lady's voice, like, Ugh! and I was like – what, what's going on? Like it just sounded really weird. Okay. And so then I turn around and I look, and then there's this these Japanese tourists, and they're drowning. Oh Ooh. no. They have like all their clothes on, like camera around their neck, everything. Oh. And and I just see the girl go, and then he goes under, and oh. then I just hear the girl go, and then she goes under. <laughs> so like I'm like paddling over to them, right? So then I grab them and I pull them on my board, and they're like like throwing up water and oh everything, like crying and like bloodshot eyes, like. And so I was like, oh, it's okay, you know, That you just relax, you know, it's okay, it's okay. And so I was like, just rest, just rest. And then I hear another voice going, help me, help me. And I was like, no way. <laughs> Like somebody's punking me right now, right? So I was like, no way. And then I look and like another 20 yards away, there's like this Indian guy and he's drowning. Same thing. What? 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 And what happens is um, when it gets big like that and the tide comes up, everybody walks out on the sandbar. And then they step off and they don't know oh. where. So, like, right in front of the, um, the Royal Hawaiian, yeah, there's a sandbar that goes out. And they all go out and they're, like, knee, knee deep and, like, taking pictures. And the tide starts to come up. They step off and then, boom, and they don't know where to go, right? Ah. And so, I'm, like, sitting down and, like, with these two people on my board and they like <laughs> trying to paddle like this. <laughs> and then I grabbed the other guy, right? So, I have three people on my board, right? And the same guy, same thing, throwing up water and everything like that, like oh crying. Man. And so I was like, okay, you guys are okay, you guys are okay. So I'm trying to like wave down help. Meanwhile, I hear this voice coming behind me going, picture, picture, picture. And I was like, she comes zipping by on her board on a wave, right? She's like, what are you doing? I caught a good one. Why don't you take a picture? <laughs> I was like, I'm saving people. Yeah, really you're, drowning. you're being David Hasselhoff. Yeah. You yeah, have no time to take pictures. Yeah. And she goes... Oh, and she turns around and paddles back out. She doesn't even help me. Like she doesn't, you don't want to I have three people on my board, right? So she paddles out. She takes off. She doesn't even help. And I was like, she's like, picture. And i take a picture next time. I was like, a little busy, right? So I had to flag down like the life card, So two of them come out with the, with a the surfboard. So they're like, oh, you okay? With it? So I told them what happened. They're like, okay. Well, you can paddle one in because we only got two boards. I go, yeah, I can. So the first guy grabs the Japanese girl, right? The small one. He's like, oh, let <laughs> wow. like, me take the small one, right? oh, goodness. Then the the guy takes the Japanese guy. So I get stuck with the Indian brother, right? So he's like, all right, brother. It's me and you, right? Did I go, where are you from? He like, has a thick Indian accent, but he's from California. Oh, and oh, So I go, oh, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I'm on my honeymoon. Oh, oh, and he goes, so where's your wife? He's like, oh, she's on, on the beach. And they go, She's not she didn't come in the water. He goes, No, she's deathly afraid of the water. <laughs> I was like, well, don't tell her. I you know, know, right now, <laughs> this man. is not gonna help her. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, get on the board. <clears throat> so I'm sitting down on the board like this. He lies on his back with his head. <laughs> <down on> <laughs> legs like this. I was
3: like, that no, no, bro,
1: go, like, no, way, bro. <laughs> so anytime, like, even if you just like
3: when Leho comes by, just go picture, picture. picture. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> 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 oh, we're definitely doing that tomorrow. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I'm glad you saved that dude and the, those jackets. Yeah, I you know. So, so then mean. my
1: brother, I told my brother later, and then because he came back surfing again later that afternoon, and the lifeguards was like, "Bruh, if your brother never catches yeah. those guys, because it was so crowded that day, uh, they would have, have been, been gone.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you you so- know, the, the the sad story I have of, of Waikiki is we had a, some kind of... Um, Charity event. Did we do this uh, Surfers Healing, I think. Oh, always? yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they take the autistic kids yeah, out yeah, and, it's and awesome. catch them. Waves. It's a nice event and stuff. Yeah. But I was there early to set up, and I just remember this is kind of, re- well, not super recent, maybe a year ago. Mm. I'm walking behind a lifeguard, mm. and then he goes to his stand, and as I'm walking by, he turns around and he yells to all the homeless people. Mm. He's like, You take a shit in the bathroom. Yeah. There's a bathroom right there. Huh. You don't shit by my uh stand or you know whatever and oh. then and the homeless people were, like yelling back at him and stuff and i'm like mm. frick man when that guy signed up to be a lifeguard i don't think he had right i gotta yell at homeless people as part of my <laughs> job description you know right right it's right, just so right. sad it is we mm, can
1: go and talk to them i mean we have people that sleep i let this guy sleep in front of our studio every night oh yeah and we've had families that you know live over there that we've yeah, that's right that's right oh, i remember yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah right, that's we right. have this that's right. we, well we have some crazy ones that come in sleep in front Ann, and like i tell them hey you can sleep over here clean up your rubbish I come back the next day and the lady didn't clean up her rubbish she go Mary you got one more warning and then you're out of here you can't sleep here anymore mm-hmm. yeah. and so I had to ask her to leave before but then she comes back later and she, she cleans up her stuff but I found this Hawaiian guy now he lives over there Dexter mm. so he sleeps right over Dexter. there Dexter but it, yeah Uncle Dexter I let him sleep over there I go I like it because you clean, bruh. You know, bring all your stuff. You know, and right. he cleans up after himself. He goes, let me clean the bathrooms. Like, I go, no, no, we get something <laughs> for that. Thank you, though. You know, so he's been living on the streets for fifteen years. Though. Wow, so, fifteen yeah, years. Yeah, but he's doing good. You know, so okay. wow. Yeah.
2: Remind me of that guy, um, the the donut shop in downtown. Um, oh gosh, Mr. Donut. Oh. Um, they're right on Hotel Street. Okay. And they open. They're open till like eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock oh, at yeah. night, right? And so I went. I told the guy. What, what are you doing, man? He goes, Oh no, we just stay open because people want donuts. Yeah. He goes, I go, but you get all these homeless people. He goes, Oh yeah, no, no big deal. Yeah. They just come by. I give them a donut, yeah. and then they help me watch the store. Yeah, and I no. said, What? Yeah, yeah. And he goes. Yeah, because yeah. he says he, he he spots which ones are yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah. and he right, goes, "Hey, right. help mm-hmm. me!" And they chase away yeah, yeah. the guys the that aren't supposed to be there. And I was like, yeah. "That's brilliant, man!" Yeah. <laughs> Why were you
3: sp- at a donut shop at ten o'clock? Right?
2: <laughs> I was not there at ten <laughs> o'clock. On Tentaclash Hotel Street. What are you doing to those <laughs> donuts, Devin? That's, that's the, the, the Hotel Street for donuts.
1: story! Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when people ask me like, "Oh, how do you know which ones you want to help?" I was like, "Talk to them." Ask yeah. them. Yeah. I, meet, yeah, yeah. I talk to all yeah. of them, the ones in the media and asking but for Honestly, money. I think Waikiki is yeah. just overrun. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, there's a
3: lot of them, you know. There's I a feel sorry for the tourists spending yeah. all the money to come yeah. to Waikiki and then, you know, you got to deal with that. I don't think they even knew it was yep. a problem here, you know? Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah you see some of them that w-
3: want to help you know too. Yeah, so, which, yeah, is, yeah. which is a beautiful thing so,
1: yeah. can I tell you my feral cat story okay yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, he's know, been listening to the podcast this <laughs>
3: topic we will, we will never end
1: <laughs> no, like, we, will, we will end on the feral cat okay how's that <laughs> all right, how's all that right. How's All that? right, so we went to go to Lanai like every week I mean every month to go play okay is that through Kavika um, yeah, it was before Kavika was booking it. For the last couple of years, we were doing Hotel Lanai. So okay, before okay, Kavika okay. started booking it, but we just recently started doing them with Kavika too. But So when we started going like two years ago, me and we were like, what is there to do in Lanai? We both haven't been there for years. Oh, so we no. look on TripAdvisor, right? Okay. And we're like, what's the number one thing to do on TripAdvisor? Do you guys know? Feed the cats? <laughs> it's the cat sanctuary. Are you no. sure? it up. Number one thing on Tripadvisor on wow. the nutty is cat sanctuary. Okay. So every month we would go joke about it like, oh, the cat sanctuary. Like, yeah, right, right. Because we're dog people. I mean, not yeah. that I hate cats, but you know, I'd rather have dogs. And um, so one every every month we would go and we try to do something different. So one month we went and we were trying to drive down to this place called Konolu which is down past uh, past the airport. So like 10 miles down, you need like four x four, right, to go. So we're gonna go and I drove down, next thing you know, we're like pulling to his quarry, and I go, I think we're going the wrong way. And so it's like me and Lehu and Pono in, in the Jeep. So I'm driving. So I go, I'm gonna ask this guy for directions. So this guy walks over to the to the Jeep and I go, excuse me, how do you get to Kondoloo? And he goes, Oh. You and I didn't realize it's like super Filipino, right Not <laughs> just Filipino, like super Filipino, right? <laughs> hey, you know the uh, bush <laughs> And they go, the what? And he's like, the bush cut. They go the bush cut. And and then I was like, what? And then the two girls are laughing at me. And I was like, because he was by my window. I was like, what? And he's like, what's the bush cut? Like where they cut the bushes? And they're both laughing. They go, he said pussy cat. (laughs) Go by the bush cut. (laughs) Go by the pussy cat, right? Which he meant the cat sanctuary. (laughs) So, because we had to drive past the cat sanctuary, (laughs) we finally went. It took us, like, over a year to go, and we finally (laughs) went, and there's, like... 680 some cats Oh my goodness, goodness. Man, That's yeah. like heaven for John I, I thought it, I thought it was like You're going to go to Some crazy cat lady's house Cause like So like Pono, like My girlfriend's mom She was like An English teacher Right for 40 years I go You know what happens After you become a, You retire right You just like Get a whole bunch of cats And <laughs> like read books And you become The cat lady <laughs> So I was a Teaser about that But we went there And it was like It's like a farm It's like an outdoor thing okay. And they have 680 some cats And what they did was There was such a bad Feral cat problem Somebody started taking them, and they started spaying them and neutering them, and you know, medicating them and stuff like that, so that they wouldn't kill the bird population. Oh, and they're so it's all kind up for of like ra- Kyle's idea, Which is kind of. But is they're, they're all up for adoption. For and you know, what? you go over there and you visit. You don't need to adopt one. You just pay a little bit of money. You go inside there. The cats come around, and it's not gross at all. They like some of them are real friendly. They come over. They're cute, and they have these places like the place where they eat is called the cat cafeteria oh wow, wow. they have like this shed thing that they build and like up up on the top like where they sleep is the catech you know that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. but but they take really good care of the cats and that alleviates the cat problem over there wait huh. so
3: how these cats contain
1: that they don't run around and eat birds they um it's all fenced in they can't get out they can't get out yeah well that's a big fence then, yeah right? it's a pretty tall fence so they can't climb out mm-hmm. but they're they're well fed and they're all healthy and stuff and so you can come in and Adopt them and take be, them off yeah. island yeah, That's yeah. the answer, John well, Here we all are, are with Sean bri- bri- Building bridges
0: <laughs> Because if someone would come And take the feral cats And take care of them And just get them Out yeah. of the bus stop and That's what yeah. Yeah.
2: Tavana's mom's doing, right? Yeah, yeah. No, That's hard though Because they're still <laughs>
1: out <not> there, <laughs> <laughs> there you know? yeah. Yeah. yeah I would be cool with that I yeah, <laughs> would be cool with that yeah. and, and and it's all by donations It's mm. all by donations But I would even pay I would donate to that Yeah I mean, who wouldn't want to just like Donate money. Like, you see yeah. the Sarah McLaughlin commercial all the time. It's oh, like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you want to help all the animals, you know? It's so sad. So, that's my cat story. Wow. So, okay. when you talk about feral cats, I was like, wait, what? you get into You don't know this thing? <laughs> so, when you go, and Kaviko books you to go, you need to go to the
3: cat sanctuary. There you go.
0: No, 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 no. Go.
3: <laughs> well, you need to see I, how it's set up so yeah. you can start your own here, John. are you allergic, though? I am allergic to cats. Oh, okay. Oh. That's terrible. Yeah. Don't
0: go. <laughs> but, but, don't uh, go to the bush. Cut. Are you really? Or are you just making it up? I am allergic. <laughs> I'm not are. super <laughs> allergic to cats. I'm a little, like if I touch them and I touch my face, I'll start sneezing. Yeah, and, oh. and, dude, my, the girl that I work with, my assistant, she, um, one time we went into a condo, a small condo, and literally just walked through, looked around, and then we're at Jack in the Box after lunch, and her face is all puffed up, and she's tearing, and I'm like, what's wrong with you? And she's like, oh, I'm allergic to cats it's huh. like, She's like, there must have been a cat, and I'm like, we didn't even touch anything. She's like, there must <laughs> be dander in the air or something. I eating she monopole, oh, yeah, the dander eating monopole. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so she's super allergic to cats. Wow. Uh, that's yeah, terrible. but uh, yeah, I'm, I can I can be in the same room with them, but yeah. and he just doesn't even, like to be. Well, you
2: know, I, again, okay. I, I, I'm not I, a
1: huge cat lover, but I'm a lover of animals. Yeah, but they're actually really nice, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So, so we don't, once you start well on,
3: on Oahu. It'll be very, very um, successful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if they can do it on La Night, they can do it here. You
0: know? Yeah. <laughs> my my vision for this, right though, now. is they're going to do it, like, uh, out in, um, <laughs> in uh, La yeah or something, and then Tavana's mom's not going to want to drive out there, so she's <laughs> just going to continue to feed the cats. Now we're going to have 18 million cats on the <laughs> side. put them in,
1: put in one <laughs> man, That's oh, by her mom. Oh, and nice then when mom. they when they do fix them, they notch the ears to let them know. Oh, so wow. Oh. no, Yeah, that they're fixing. Okay, That's interesting. Yeah. I'll yeah. Do all right. I got to walk
0: back my shoot all cats in the head. Oh, you got to walk it back, man. That's just too yeah. mean. Well, I like Sean's idea better. I do. I do. <laughs>
1: Shooting yeah. never is the answer.
0: Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> Sean, man, if uh, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way? If they want to uh, come in and record something yeah. or
1: they have a project that they want to maybe get? Yeah. You can email studioalamoana at gmail.com okay. or seanpimentel at gmail.com. S-H-A-W-N-P. P I M E T L. Forgot how to spell my name Yeah, yeah. and uh, of course you're on your social medias and all that kind of uh, stuff. I'm not a big social media guy. I'm on like Instagram a little bit, but okay. like, a and, little and, bit. Yeah, just a little bit. I, I turn it on and off because like after a while it just gets overwhelming. Mm. You know. I think you yeah. gotta really connect with people. On it's a time level. sucker. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's a monosaccharide. Yeah, that's what it yeah. is. You know,
0: it's weird. I was just thinking about it um, the other day because I remember when events would happen, mm-hmm. I would like rush over to Facebook and like post about it. Mm-hmm. And in my brain, I was thinking like, oh, I'm alert. I'm letting people know about this in case you mm-hmm. know they're not following me and stuff. Mm-hmm. But now I just don't. I don't feel yeah like motivated to do that anymore. Yeah. Well, they
1: say that your your social media is actually like what you're really thinking mm-hmm. and feeling like. Uh-huh. Magnified like a hundred times, so what people put on there is like really healthy,
3: yeah, which is really scary. So, you really I don't some of the stuff the people
1: post, man, Ooh. yeah, it's like TMI,
3: you know, like. yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Stuff, you know? it is the fastest way to get the latest news, yeah, yeah. I like I mean, that. I, like I mean, that, yeah. all, like, Twitter honestly, is awesome, yeah. We were, I wasn't gonna bring this up, we, we, we decided not to bring this up, but that's how I found out about Kobe yesterday, yeah, 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 me too, you know, like I was sleeping. My phone was next to me. I checked the phone, you know, and first thing I saw was that. And it didn't hit the news on TV until like an hour later, half an hour later. When
2: the
0: um, Japan tsunami uh, back in like 2003, Mm -hmm. I think it was that, it was one of those, it was a tsunami alert. Mm -hmm. People were posting about it on Facebook and I was coming home from a gig Mm -hmm. and I went straight to Safeway and then as I was leaving, people were starting to come in like to Mm -hmm. grab supplies and stuff because it happened so fast. It can be helpful. It can be helpful. And that's the reason why I used to post but now I'm just kind of like, ah, man, I, I don't, I don't know I just feel like everybody starts posting it and then I'm You're like you
2: getting I, I, so old then. I don't, I don't yeah. know if yeah. I be one of those like, What's going yeah. on yeah. man?
1: So yeah <laughs> It's all good Twitter is good though Twitter is good now That's how oh. I found out about the, the missile thing The false oh, missile oh, the false thing. False thing. thing I was in so New like- York actually Oh really? Oh. Oh. Yeah I was in New York I was like watching basketball in bed And then my girlfriend called She was like There's a um. missile coming." She's crying I was like oh. No I can't oh, be no. right and so, you know, I try to call some people and I was like, is mm-hmm. there anything on TV? No, nothing. nothing. Mm. And then like six minutes later, right? Tulsi Gabbard goes yeah. and tweets. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I started sending it to everybody and I said, like, it's not real. And right, people were right. still jumping in manholes, you right, know, right, even right. after yeah, I right. was on Twitter. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, But I only watched, like, I follow the reliable sources. You know? Yeah. I only do it for the news stuff, like, not the other stuff.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle, we can find you at High Life Clothing. Yeah.
3: Right? Highlifeclothing.com,
0: WikiStore. Um, Waikiki store, yeah. Uh, I still okay. have
1: some
3: vintage shirts of yours. Bro. Oh, thanks, man, for so your support the, of coy the years. ones and all those. Yeah, like. yeah thanks for <laughs> You've you done a lot for me, too, bro. Oh, Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Anytime.
1: I want your band now. <laughs> <laughs> I want your band now. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Please tune in to 94.7 Kumu to listen to Devin's in Devin in the morning. And uh, let's see, for me, just uh, follow High Sessions. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, SoundCloud, just Leave us a note. Email us at highsessions at yahoo.com or become a patron. And um, thanks for much for listening to the podcast. Someone had wrote um, and he was earnest. He wasn't complaining but he's like, are you guys still producing music videos or are you a podcast channel now? <laughs> like, no, no, no. We're still going to do music videos but the, the frequency of music videos will be helped if we can get the Patreon going because that's really good so we're going to be funding the music mm, videos going forward. So a great idea. Please support us and um, until next time, uh, have a great Rest of the week?
3: Mm. Aloha.
0: Aloha. Later. Get it.